Hi everyone and welcome to Entrepreneurs in the Trenches. This is our first episode of Entrepreneurs in the Trenches and basically I want this podcast to become an audio experience for you to hear, feel what entrepreneurship is in the moment. We will interview entrepreneurs who are running new and exciting businesses to share their stories and tips from what they have learnt so far and how you can implement them into your own business and life. On our first episode today, we have Claire Cartwright, who runs a new mortgage-broking business, Dream Lend Own, based in Albury-Wodonga, which is just on the border of New South Wales and Victoria in Australia. Claire is a really good friend of mine and has been a catalyst in my decision to pursue a personal brand to get my message out to the world. She's infectious in her positivity, positivity, which makes her the perfect guest for this show. Uh, Claire, I guess... This episode is probably going to go in many directions, but I think a good place to start from would be would be to ask what elements in your life have gotten you to where you are today as an entrepreneur and essentially as becoming a founder of your own startup? Fantastic question there, Dom, and thanks very much for having me. Um, yeah, look, uh, as a mortgage broker, it's an exciting time for me, especially as an entrepreneur and starting my own venture. Um, so, uh, I guess my, a little bit about my background because, uh, most of your listeners, uh, aren't going to know me, but, um, so I'm the owner and finance principal of Dreamland Own. Um, I love helping people finance their home loan dreams. Um, I love everything from the first home buyer to the savvy investor. Um, and, uh, a little bit on my background, uh, what got me uh, initially interested in finance was uh, many, many years ago, uh, probably 20, 20-something years ago, I read a book called The Money Tree, and it was a, a book about basic budgeting and uh, putting all your money into envelopes and uh, everything from, you know, your rent to your insurance and all that sort of stuff. And and um, I became very, very religious. Every single week when I got my wage, I would put my, stash my money in the envelopes and then, um, yeah, and then I started sharing my new um, excitement and passion for budgeting and that sort of stuff with my friends and family. And, and uh, I guess what happened from there was uh, an opportunity to uh, mentor friends, uh, just helping educate them and enjoying each other's successes. And it's something that I've carried through all my life. Um, I became a credit union manager and, um, and I kind of transferred from uh, encouraging friends and family to actually uh, being able to help clients um, achieve their financial dreams. Um, I've also been a manager of a family business, so uh, customer service is incredibly important to me. Um, and, um, and many years ago was a real estate um, rep and a mortgage broker. So going into my own venture, uh, into uh, my own mortgage broking business is a really exciting time as an entrepreneur. So I guess all of those steps all in the past um, all led me to where I am today. And, um, yeah, and it is a very exciting time. No worries. And is there a particular thing in your life that made you want to do it yourself rather than doing it um, as a team or rather than doing it under somebody else in their business? Yeah, absolutely. Great question again. Um, look, I, uh, you know, some things make, can make or break you. Um, and um, I was actually made redundant um, from a previous job and um, and I just had an absolute burning desire to help people with their finances. And so um, 
I kind of, I guess that, that in that moment um, of being made redundant, uh, I actually, I felt gutted and, um, yeah, and so uh, I felt like the world had dropped out, I guess. And then one day I, uh, I got a kick up the backside and I just decided in that moment that I wasn't going to let that passion die. Um, it would have been very easy just to curl up and just to say, okay, enough's enough. But, um, yeah, I really just decided in that moment that, um, that I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to help people achieve their home loan financial dreams, and um, yeah, and so that really, really kickstarted me. And then you know what? When something real like that happens to you, I think you you, you build some resilience, and um, yeah, and you start operating out of your gut, not just your head. Your head can say lots of different things, but you start actually operating out of a real determination in your gut that this is what I want to do, and this is how I'm going to achieve it. Yeah, that's awesome. I guess one thing that I also wanted to ask is if somebody's in a similar position, maybe they're not thinking of going uh, in the same industry, but uh, they're working a job at the moment um, and they want to do their own thing, what are the signs that you saw that, that made you go, okay, I need to do my own thing, rather than just thinking about it and wanting to do it, what actually made you go, okay, I, I need to do this? Uh, well, I can definitely say that um, I knew that I had some distinct skills and some distinct knowledge that I knew that I could build on. Um, I think that it's one thing to have passion and it's one thing to have a bit of a dream, but I really, really think that it's important for people to really build on skills or, um, you know, if you want to be an accountant, you really need to know numbers. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, so if you're not good with numbers, then that may not be the stream for you. Um, I knew that I, I had the knowledge and the skills on a, on a level of an employee's level, um, but I needed to build on those to, um, yeah, so, so that I could actually um, dive right in as an actual business owner and, and sort of uh, take it by the throat, as you'd say. Um, I guess I would encourage people to absolutely go for it. Um, I think you only live once. You need to do your homework. Um, yeah, build your skills and your knowledge. Um, train and work really, really hard. But most importantly, I think that it's really important to actually take action. I could have sat on this feeling. I could have sat on, you know, this desire to start my own business and everything for years to come. Um, and sometimes we can get so caught up in the background and, you know, how, how we're going to launch our business, everything from, you know, logos and all those sort of things. Um, I think we can get so caught up in that stuff that we actually forget to action. And there's some incredible um, people such as yourself, John, um, you know, with your marketing experience and things that people can lean on and rely on. And um, so they don't have to worry about, you know, how am I going to design my logo or my website or things like that. I think it's also really important to take that leap of faith and actually action uh, what your dreams and desires are. And the other thing is, um, is really connect at all costs connect with people. Um, there are people with skills and knowledge that you don't have. Um, and so, yeah, connection is probably the most, the, the biggest key I could probably say to anybody who's thinking about taking that leap of faith and going out on their own. Yep, no worries. And um, obviously, you being connected um, in the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial community that you're in, I'm sure you see yeah. many people come and go and one thing, uh, I've, I'm definitely guilty of this, is I've gotten into the spiral in the past of starting businesses, um, deciding that they were a no-go or a fail and giving up on them 
and then in hindsight realizing that maybe maybe I just didn't push certain elements of it enough and and I convinced myself that it didn't work when in reality it was working it's just a slower process than I realized what are some mm. aspects or, or or some things that you see on uh, up and coming entrepreneurs do um that lets them down or things that they do that they really should look out for so that they know that they're not going in the wrong direction. They're just, they're just, they're just in that learning moment, the early phases. Yeah, absolutely. I guess it's all those common mistakes, isn't it? And, um, and depending on what the specific um, industry is, um, one of the biggest, I mean, I've been in an industry, um, so uh, our family owned its own cafe and, um, and it was a kids' play centre, and so I was the manager of that for five and a half years. So I can come from an industry where there's products and services, but I can also come from um, the side where, as a mortgage broker, I'm actually paid by my clients. Um, and so I've, I guess I've got both sides um, of the pendulum going. And the biggest mistake I can often see for people who are starting up, like are in a real startup phase when it comes to some, some sort of product um, in particular, is People buy a lot of stock and they sit a lot of money in stock. Um, and I've always had that analogy that you can't pay staff with stock. Um, and so I think uh, it's important to, to do that real business planning at the start. Um, and like I said, you need to action it, but you need to also, um, you know, really, uh, you need to really build, do your homework um, and build on those skills and things to know what's going to work and, and what's not. Now, we're all going to do trial runs of things. Um, and sometimes, um, in particular in a product-style industry, sometimes you can get a bargain because you buy in bulk. But if you haven't tested the water, then sometimes you can put all of the eggs in one basket and, um, and you, you know, before you know it, you haven't sold any of that particular product and you feel like then. Um, I love that analogy of a duck sitting on the water on the top. It seems all fine, but underneath it, the legs are going crazy. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs can often feel like that, that you know, sink or swim time. Um, and so, um, and I guess the other thing is, is, uh, is doing those small things every single day and completing all of your tasks. This is a real passion of mine this week. I've been really thinking about all the small tasks. And, um, and I guess, uh, through the week, I went and, uh, I went and listened to Kerwin Way, and like I said before, connected all costs. So, you know, I, I went down to Melbourne and I, um, I listened to him speaking, and he was talking about your purpose and you know your whole vision and everything, and then breaking it down and breaking it down into your goals, and then breaking your goals down into your tasks. And I really, really um, believe that at times, as a startup entrepreneur, you can be so focused on what the end goal is that you forget to do the small tasks in between. Um, and so I would just encourage anybody who's looking at starting up a business or who has started up a business to make sure you get great at the tasks. Um, the tasks, you know, ticking them off every single day, knowing that you've done what you set out to do and achieve. There are always going to be curl, uh, you know, things that curl balls that are thrown at you and you have to um, spot fire, you know, put out the spot fires and things. Um, but I think it's just, yeah, it is really um, a common mistake to forget to do all the small things. I think the other thing is is um, is isolation, especially a lot of startups often start in their own you know, in their own studies or their own bedrooms at home, and it can become quite isolating. Um, and that isolation can affect your attitude. It can affect um, how you perceive in the world. 
Um, so, um, I mean, one thing I do um, every week to every fortnight is I just get myself out with my laptop and I go and sit in a cafe. When I know I've got lots of work, you know, actual, you know, written work kind of things to do, I'm not actually seeing clients. I just go somewhere else um, where there's a bit of noise and a bit of buzz and get myself connected with people um, but sit in a bit of a different environment. So if you've got the opportunity to be part of a hub, um, I would certainly say that that would be something a really great thing to do. Um, but, um, but if not, certainly get yourself out, get yourself connected with people. Um, yeah, I really do believe that that's one of the, you know, one of the biggest pitfalls um, becoming a, you know, an entrepreneur is that you can often be left to your own devices. Awesome. All right, then. Well, um, this this is probably going to be a shorter episode than some of the ones in the future. Um, obviously, it's a new thing, so it's a work in progress. Um, but one thing that I want to end on in all my interviews, Claire, and um, something that, that you might, might be able to add a little bit to, but um, where do you think you'll be in 12 months' time? And then where do you think you'll be in 10 years' time? Yes, fantastic. Um, so I guess... The, over the next 12 months, so um, I'm a startup and I'm one of those people who's in my office in my, in my own home. Um, I'd really, really love to have a premises and I'm actually working on that as we speak. Um, so I would like a permanent um, premises. Um, uh, yeah, so, and something very visual. So I actually want it in a prominent area in my, um, where I live, in, which is uh, Wodonga, so Aubrey Wodonga. Um, and I'd also um, like to employ some staff. One of my absolute passions in life is helping other people and bringing other people along on the journey. Um, and so I would like to employ locals and um, give them some skills and knowledge that one day they might be able to go out on their own or start their own business and, um, and uh, yeah, helping people find their purpose and accomplishing it is absolutely my driving force. Um, Ten years' time, uh, now I have a business plan and goals and I'm so excited. I mean, I'm one of the most passionate driven people um, and so uh, I have some incredible 10-year goals. Um, so uh, I guess before I said about, um, you know, finding your purpose and accomplishing it, for me, when it comes to business, I think it's imperative that we have at least a 10-year plan. I don't think business is, you know, in one day and out the next. Um, yeah, so in 10 years' time, um, you know, there's a few things I can't necessarily share because of competitors and things, but I certainly believe that um, in 10 years' time I'll be, be fulfilling my purpose and taking others um, along on the journey with me. So, yeah, so the next 10 years is an exciting time for Dreamland Games. Awesome. Thanks very much for today, Claire.